Today on The Swearwolves, it's a horror podcast mashup. Joining us is Crystal from the Horror Nights In podcast. We will be discussing two found footage films from 2011 and 2012, Grave Encounters, and you guessed it, Grave Encounters 2. Now this is what it's like when worlds collide Are you ready to go? Got it, I'm ready to go What you gonna do, baby, Welcome to the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good, my friend. How are you? Doing all right. I'm Doing really right. sunburnt. It's, Other than that, I know. David went out for an extended like staycation up to a place in Arizona with his wife, and he went hiking and he took his hat off, and that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, I look grotesque. I should charge admission. You, do. you, do. you should. <laughs> I, sick um, it, I, sick I should myself. charge you for having me have to look at you. Yes. Um, but uh, it is still fucking hot. It's awful. It's, it's like disgusting. almost fall. Yeah. And I've started putting up Halloween decorations and it's 113 degrees outside. Yep. Same. But in other parts of the country, it's not as hot. That is true. And today we have somebody on our podcast from another part of the country, which I'm assuming isn't that hot. Or isn't as hot. I don't know what the temperature is. Today we are joined by Crystal from the Horror Nights In podcast. Crystal, how are you? I'm good. Um, it is currently 74 degrees outside. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> it's, it's still hot, though. Yesterday it was 90. So. Oh, 90. I long for days that it's 90 degrees. <laughs> yes. We have, a low, we have a low of 55 degrees tonight, though. That's amazing. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Arlo is going to be like a hundred, probably really. <laughs> high nineties. It'll get down to in the eighties at night. So we do have like a 30 degree temperature shift, which yeah. sucks sometimes when it's like 70 degrees in the afternoon. And then it goes down to like 40 degrees living in the desert. That's what happens. <laughs> yep. But, uh, but you're all the way in Pennsylvania. Yes. In so. Pennsylvania. Yeah. I, uh, I live outside of Philly, so just to West help, Philadelphia, born and raised. Clarify. Well, I, I grew <laughs> up in Jersey, and we moved to oh, Pennsylvania okay. when I was sixteen. But um, yeah, just so they have preference or uh, area, it is outside of Philly. So okay, and the exact address, <laughs> <laughs> as well as your schedule um, <laughs> and a list of your biggest fears <laughs> where you work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh well i just want to thank you for joining us um 
you know, having guests on the podcast is something that uh, we're, we're going to start doing more often ever since, you know, Alan had to uh, kind of leave us for other things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're finding that we want to have more guests in, in, in on the podcast because two's company, three's a crowd, but I'd rather have a crowd <laughs> than be stuck with David most of the time. Um, here, here. <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's talk about you real quick. Uh, you do a podcast called horror nights in, uh, but before we get into that, you obviously are a fan of horror. How and when, and what's your, where does your love of horror come from? Um, I have a lot of mental issue. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I think my, See ya. <laughs> my love of horror probably started well, the first horror movie I ever saw. Um, I was eight and I watched Candyman. Um, mm-hmm. and I was totally scared of bees and mirrors. And I always was just really fascinated, um, by, gore and things like that because I think <laughs> I think I wanted to know that I wasn't the only one who was going through traumatic events. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I kind of wanted to see someone who was worse off than I did than I was. Um but no, I really do I think horror is the only genre of a of of any film um that I'm able to watch from beginning to end and not be distracted by my phone and not be distracted by uh, whatever I'm thinking in my head. Um, And I think that's a relief, especially nowadays, because everybody is just so used to instant gratification with their phones and getting everything as soon as they want it and things like that. So I think horror is able to sort of put a pause on that and I'm able to just concentrate on one thing versus someone, you know, in their everyday life who focuses on like 20,000 things at one time. And I can't really do that with anything besides horror. And, um, I just love the thrill of watching a horror and not really knowing what's going to happen and kind of figuring it out with the characters as you go, whatever kind of film it is. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's just the only genre of any films that I've ever watched that I'm able to fully concentrate on it and really connect with it, whether it be with the characters or the story or um, even sometimes with the killer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did you uh, did you grow up like in a family where was everybody into horror? Um, my dad, my my dad and my mom really, they appreciate horror. They like it a lot. Um, and my dad was more into reading like Stephen King and things like that. So he would always, I would always remember seeing him read, um, Stephen King novels, um, and always wondering what they were about. Um, and my sister now, my younger sister now loves horror too. So I've sort of like gradually, um, gotten her into more horror films like older ones um for her to watch uh just to appreciate where all the new horror comes from (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep no i think sometimes that gets overlooked and like we watch a movie uh whether it be a remake or just a re Re reimagining reimagining or even just like oh something just borrows heavily from something else exactly and then people forget where it came from sometimes those movies can be better than the originals yep but it is, I think, important to to see that. So that that's really cool that you have a supportive family behind you. Now, you started your podcast roughly around the same time that we started ours. We've been doing this now for about two mm-hmm. years. Um, 
how, how did you, what, what made you want to start a podcast? Like for us, I mean, I'm sure you've heard and, and our audience has heard is like, we were just a few friends who were just bullshitting all the time when we would go to like these horror conventions. Yeah. You guys were online to meet Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's right. I told that's you right. I listened to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Robert it wasn't Robert Krueger. England. Robert it was England. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. Robert England. England. You know what I mean? Robert England. No, that's fine. Freddy um, Krueger was actually there. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, it was really weird. It was kind of like, a, oh, yeah, you're Welcome Freddy. to the convention, bitch. You're like, oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we were just bullshitting, and then we had also been listening to podcasts. There, there's okay. So two things: there's a lot of horror movies, and there's a lot of podcasts, and there's a lot of podcasts about horror. So it's like, well, I guess we'll just throw our hat into the ring. Can't beat him, join him. But for you, you do a solo podcast. I do. Yes. So were you just sitting there talking to yourself one day and you were like, hey, I I should just record this? I should hit the record button. Uh, I was actually listening to a comedy podcast and I had listened to their episodes like twice and I was like, I need something else to listen to. And I was like, I wonder if there's podcasts out there that talk about horror films. And I found one. It was, I think it was the scary movie podcast. Um, and I was just listening to the episode and I was like, oh my God, I could do this. So that's sort of where it came from because I love my friends, but they're not into horror films. So I'll talk to them about a movie that I watched and they'll just be like, oh, that sounds good, but I'm never going to watch that. (laughs) Um, so I was like, all right. And I love, uh, being creative. I love having a creative outlook on something. I love being able to have an idea and have it come to fruition. So the podcast actually came together really quickly. I was actually in my old apartment and I was getting ready for work and, um, just horror nights and kind of just the title kind of came into my head. And then I sort of just started the intro out loud as I was getting ready for work. Cause I'm very, I'm the kind of person that will be getting ready for something or doing something. And I'll have a conversation with myself about what I want that, um, what it to sound, what I want it to sound like. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. do that a lot, whether it be my personal life or anything. And I talked to my therapist about it and she said, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Like I, I straight up interview myself sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's good to, and that's why it's good also to have pets because if anybody does catch you, you'd be like, I was just talking to my cat or I was just yeah, talking to my dog. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I do that a lot too. So a lot of the things that I, um, that you hear on the podcast, I've already rehearsed. I've already talked to myself about, I've already made notes about it. Um, and I'm, I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to put that on anyone as a co-host because I'll get an idea about something and I'll want to record it right then and there. Like, I won't want to wait for somebody to be like, Oh, I got to go like to this, you know, I got to go. Hang out. I don't know. Whatever. Like any kind of excuse you can think of. Like, I don't want that. I want to be like, no, I'm ready now. <laughs> I was either listening to one of your more recent podcasts or maybe it was one of your YouTube videos because you have a YouTube channel as well, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of an extent. I think it was a YouTube because you were recording a podcast on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. That was, I just started. Yeah. I just started doing that. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, and you discussed that very thing of like, oh, people have asked me if I ever wanted to do a, have a co-host and I, I'm too much of a control freak and I don't want to, I am. It's true because like I'll have an idea about something and I'll be like, I'm going to record it right now. Yeah. It could be three o'clock in the morning or yeah. Like I'll get home from work. Like after working like a long shift on the weekends at the restaurant or something and I'll just have an idea and I'll just 
turn on my microphone and just start recording and then I'll have it the next day. Like I, I wouldn't want anyone to be subjected to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's really my cool. Crazy hours and schedules. Yeah. So. It's awesome. Though. I think it's one of the things that makes your show very unique is pretty much every other horror podcast has two or three guys and yucking it up and, well, I think that and, you hit the nail on the head there. It's two or three other guys. There's a yep. it's it's a very male True. dominated. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, although there's a lot of female horror fans out there, and you see there them are. whether it be on mm-hmm. Instagram or YouTube. But having that yeah, perspective, a woman's perspective. Um, yeah, but I just think it's admirable because you know Brett and I will have a, a show like we'll be doing an episode and we'll kind of talk to each other beforehand. Like, hey. I was only half paying attention during this movie. You're going to have to carry me a little bit and we can kind of do that with each other. Like you don't have that luxury. Like you got to be locked and loaded the whole time. Exactly. So with that in mind, we're going to need you to carry this podcast for us. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I've seen these films a million times, so I could probably do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, before we get into the films that you picked for, for your episode, um, I did just want to talk to you. uh, So in horror, there's definitely different sub genres. Um, and, uh, everybody's got their maybe top three favorite films of all time. Like for me, if someone asked me right off the bat, it'd be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like number one that comes to mind for like my favorite horror film of all time. Maybe John Carpenter's Halloween is up there as well. Um, but, uh, for you, I just wanted to not, not put you on the spot <laughs> here, but if yeah. someone was to ask you, what's your top three favorite horror films? What's the Mount Rushmore? That's okay. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I interviewed Jed Shepard, one of the writers from uh, Host, um, oh, last yeah. cool. week. And he asked me the same thing, like, on the spot. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 um, I asked him at first, so I guess I can't be too mad. Um, so... <sighs> I mean, it's always been the same three for a long time, but I'm trying to make it like more interesting for myself and for others. Of course, I love Scream. Of course, I love Halloween. Of course, I love, um, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. But I'm trying to sort of branch out when people ask me my favorites. Um, So I always have to say, um, you know, like House of Thousand Corpses, because that was the first horror film I ever watched, like maybe three or four times in a row, like that same day, because I really (laughs) liked it. Um, And actually it is um, Grave Encounters, which we are talking about today. Uh, Just because once again, I like to um, sort of say my favorite horror films because I've watched them so many times. Um, And uh, I'd have to think of another one. Um, I really love, um, The Den too. That's another found footage, um, film. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I haven't seen that one. No. Yeah. So you're, I mean, from listening to your podcasts and, and, and talking to you and seeing like posts on various different media, um, you like found footage. Yes. The uh, subgenre. Found footage, yeah. I Is think your it favorite makes it feel subgenre. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes it feel, um, more real when you're watching it, especially if you take a look at how it was filmed, whether it be on a computer, Mm -hmm. um, because it can really trip with your mind. Um, a good example of that is actually hosts. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet on shutter. I did see that. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So a good, yeah, that's a good, cause like he, they're using zoom the whole time. And I use, I use use zoom for college. What was that other movie that did that movie? Um, Unfriended all, did it too, unfriended, but I wasn't not, really a fan of that one. Not unfriended. It was with the guy from uh, uh, was it Harold 
from Harold and Kumar. Oh, yeah. It's not a horror film. It's more of like a suspense one. film. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I saw that one. Deborah that is, Messing's in it. And that does not sound familiar. Oh. <laughs> Harold is in it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird <laughs> cast story. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know. I watched it. It was all right. It wasn't a horror <laughs> film. It Like I said, it was like a suspense, like. Yeah. Well, that's not really a genre, though. No. Right, David? Was, was Sinbad in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sinbad and Bob Hope. Um, it's a really weird cast. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, that's good, you know, because, like, David and I, we tend to, and I don't want to speak for you, David, we tend to not watch a lot of found footage films. No, not, yeah, not really. So we haven't reviewed a lot of found footage. So when you mentioned these two films, it was kind of like, oh, okay, we'll give it a chance. Now... That being said, if we do disagree with you, don't get mad and hang no, up. I don't. <laughs> because we will still, we will still, uh, it's, it's uh, not everybody's favorite. This. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so. everyone's favorite. Um, but yeah, I like every, honestly, <laughs> the only thing, the only films I'm not a fan of are like the comedic horror. I understand that they are important to have because it is a subgenre within horror, but. I really can't get down with like killer clowns in outer space or like, you know, leprechaun. Or All right. Anything, well, it's been so. nice talking to you today. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't like killer clowns very much either. I know I took a lot of shit for that too. I can't, I don't, I, I mean, I understand why people like them. I understand why they're I think there's, funny, but I just, yeah, I, I think there's a fine line and we've talked about this in one of our earlier podcasts about, um, horror comedy or comedy horror or whatever you want to talk about it. Uh, however you want to say it, there's a fine line between, a good horror movie that is funny and a bad comedy yeah. that has yeah. horror I like it when it leans it. more horror with moments that make you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, I, I but then there's a movie like The Burbs, right? Which yeah. is a comedy, yeah. but it's got horror yeah. elements. Yeah. Or yeah. Gremlins. That's where it's done well. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, I don't know. Um, I try. But <laughs> I try, but I'm just not a fan. Can't do I, it. <laughs> I like when there's... Like, they're, like I know... So, like, some horror movies are, they have funny, like, lines in them, which I love, you know? Like, um, I mean, even, I wasn't a well, fan scream. of the cat. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You exactly. like Scream. Like, the, yeah. like, when Stu gets hit with the phone and he does the yes, fucking hit me with the funny. phone, dick. My mom's going to kill me. Like, I love that. <laughs> like, that's what I need. Or, like, you know, like, The Cabin in the Woods. I wasn't a fan of it when I first saw it, but then I rewatched it, and I loved it. So, yeah, and that, that was a funny fun. movie. It was, you know. Yeah. So... Yeah, they're not focusing necessarily on the humor, but but you got to understand that like we live our lives and we laugh all the time. Hopefully, some of us do. I mean, (laughs) you have. I mean, (laughs) there's very little to laugh about in the world right now. But (laughs) once you dissect it a little bit more, maybe there is more to laugh about. um, You know, I I make jokes at work or you know with my family and friends, and it's like we're always trying to make each other laugh. So, Mm -hmm. all right, let's get into these films. So you pick two films. Grave Encounters and Grave Encounters 2. Uh, we, you've already established that Grave Encounters is one of your uh, favorite movies, at least right now. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the first one first. Uh, came out in 2011, directed by the Vicious Brothers, which uh, written and directed by... And if you're going to call yourself the Vicious Brothers, <laughs> like you better represent. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's it sounds what like, I was a, thinking. like a wrestling duo or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's like, oh, we're the Vicious Brothers. Okay, show me what you got. And it's like, you better you better bring it, but we'll get into more of that later. Uh, it stars Sean Rogerson as Lance, Ashley Grisco as Sasha, Mackenzie Gray as Houston, Juan Rittinger as Matt, 
Merwin, I, I don't know these guys' names, TC and Matthew McBride is spiritual force. I don't know. The budget was $120,000. The box office was 5.4 million. So that's not bad. Yeah. It's a good return. Yeah. And Tribeca, Tribeca picked this up to release it. So that's mm. like Robert De Niro's. Yeah. He's like, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah. Great encounters. Yeah. Um, the movie opens up and we get this shot of this like producer guy, this kind of douchey producer. And he's, uh, <laughs> He's talking about this show, Grave Encounters, and he got these tapes sent to him by this guy, Lance, whatever his name is. And uh, it, it it's your typical, like, cheesy Lance paranormal. Preston. Lance Preston, yeah. And it's your it's your typical. It's like Unsolved Mysteries, kind of. Well, yeah, but he's like, no, he's more like, like Ghost he's Hunters. He's more like the, what's Zach Braggins from uh, Ghost I don't know who that is. He's from um, Ghost Hunters. He's the real, like, yeah, native yeah. guy who always taught. He, he tried to. I'm pretty sure that was Lance Preston's muse because he's always like, welcome to Ghost Hunters. Yeah. (laughs) And Ghost Hunter, I don't know. Have you ever watched Ghost Hunters? Yeah. It's It's mostly just a bunch of guys running around in the dark going, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And there's nothing. You're like, no. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's so ridiculous. It is. (laughs) I worked with a guy. I, I, I forget his name. Oh, now I know his name. His name was Matt, but I worked with this guy who, um, was a ghost hunter, like, on it like he would go out on, on adventures like on the weekends and stuff and he would go to play he's like i'm going to tucson this weekend to do a ghost hunter gonna get me some ectoplasmic residue i'm like oh, you're yeah. it. that's in the movie i don't too. know well here's a this is a good question do you crystal do you believe in ghosts um so i'm very spiritual and very religious i believe that you you can't control where your soul goes when you die Um, I believe that you have a choice between heaven or hell. Um, Mm. well, you don't have the choice. Um, somebody decides for you. I was going to say, if I got the choice, like, Um, the the thing is, and this is just what I believe is that if there is anything on this earth that you cannot see or touch, it is demonic because it's basically a demon trying to be your grandmother to make you vulnerable so that they can inhabit your body and take over your soul. Awesome. That's kind of what I believe. Like, I don't really believe in mediums or anything like that. Like, you can't tell me that you're talking to my dead grandma. Like, that, she's in heaven. Like, she doesn't, she's good. Yeah. She doesn't want to come back here. Nobody <laughs> wants to be here right now. <laughs> Those psychics are always so cheesy, too. Yeah. Like, I'm picturing a woman. Yeah. Like, yes, I know a woman. Yeah. And they're like, and her name started with uh, it was an R yes it was yeah exactly so I don't believe in any of that I think that anything on this earth like I said that you can't see or touch is just a demon so you believe in demons then oh yeah absolutely absolutely I think that anything that you see or anything that you cannot see or touch that you think is around you is something negative okay Hmm. Trying to make you so, vulnerable so that it can take your soul, because the devil hates <laughs> humans and he wants to uh, destroy. He's a real humans. son of a bitch. Maybe that's why I've never seen anything, because the devil's like, "No, nah, I'll pass." Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I've seen your. I've seen your soul. I don't want it. I ain't buying. <laughs> You're good. It's like I seen what you do at night by yourself. Yeah, fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> I don't believe in anything. Like you can't tell me that your you think your grandma is visiting you at night. That's not. That's not your grandma. That's a demon. <laughs> My grandma didn't want to talk to me when she was alive, let alone she's dead. <laughs> I was so. gonna say she's got better shit to do. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to be around here. They can see us from heaven or look up from hell wherever they may be like they, <laughs> can, fi- they can figure it out like they don't need to what if my grandma's a, what if my grandma ended up being a demon 
That'd be pretty rad. Well, then she would like, try to take your soul so that she but could, But then it know. would be her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, they're trying to... Anything that's, that's on this earth that is not considered a human or an animal is a demon. <laughs> Fucking insects. All right. So, um, all right. So it opens up with this producer and he's talking about this Grave Encounters show. and Which the show title I thought was kind of funny. Like, it almost sounds like necrophilia. Like, yeah. uh, I got really drunk one night, had my first Grave Encounter. Yeah, like, it's oh. like, call one yeah. 900 Grave Encounters. <laughs> grave Encounters. It's like the Crypt Keeper's there giving you phone sex. <laughs> yes. He has another tale. He has a, he has um, a headset on. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> I'm not wearing any skin. I can't. <laughs> oh, funny. You've ruined the movie for um, me now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we will. Okay. So, um, and he, this producer explains to this like camera. I guess they're they're like doing kind of a documentary, right. uh, so to speak. But he explains to them like, hey, listen, they sent me these tapes, and then the tape stopped. And then the cast and crew went missing. Yeah, episode six, the haunted asylum. Yeah, it never, it never aired. Yeah, but he's got the tape. Like, who the fuck sent him the tapes? I don't know. Maybe this went in there and well, retrieved them. Well, they found them on the ground. Out in the but second one, they didn't. Sort of. Okay, yeah, but the second one. I'm, uh, hold on, time out. <laughs> second one didn't exist. Okay, we have. They didn't. They didn't. They're not George Lucas, okay? They didn't do a nine-part plot out of this movie before it started. Like, <laughs> this movie exists on its own, so we kind of do find out in the second one. But anyway, so, and then they say, what you're about to see is all unedited raw footage. Yeah. yeah. We which just stitched it, it. We stitched it together. Which it clearly is not, though, unedited raw footage because they have, like, B-roll where there's, like, voiceovers. They blur out someone's face. It's like... Mm-hmm. This was clearly edited. Like <laughs> That's true. what you just said was completely false. Like this yeah. was clearly edited. So that he's not to right be away. he's not to be trusted. No, but anyway, um, <laughs> so they're like, okay, this is what you're going to see. This is this is all that we have left, and it follows this Lance Preston and his merry crew of of misfits as they go to this like insane asylum, right? And uh, that's noted to be. Dr. Friedkin, he performed experiments and did lobotomies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of reminded me of, uh, do you watch, Crystal, do you watch uh, American Horror Story? Yeah. It reminded me of Asylum. Like Mm -hmm. Asylum? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because there was that character that, uh, what's his nuts from Babe played. uh, (laughs) Yeah. He he was doing like experiments. He was like a Russian, or not Russian. I think uh, Babe was so disappointed. Like, look what you've become. Yeah. (laughs) You're a real asshole. Yeah, there are definitely parts of the film that were cliche. Yeah. But I will say this. At first, or like the first half of the movie, um, before it gets into like more of the creepy shit that's going to happen, the first of that half of the movie is pretty much establishing that these people, this Lance guy, I mean, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Like their their show, like they're setting stuff up. They're paying caretakers. Dude, that part was awesome. They pay the caretaker. Like, (laughs) say you saw a ghost. He's like, I saw a ghost. Right over there. It was scary. (laughs) I know. It's so funny. (laughs) And then he's got the the psychic guy. Oh, Oh, yeah. And he's like super way over the top. So funny. And then they're like, okay, that was good. And he's like, wow, that was a little little, little too much. (laughs) But But also, they're all... um, they know it's bullshit, but they also want to believe. So I think that's kind of important too. Is like they they genuinely do want to like find ghosts and like make contact, but they know it's probably not likely, and that for entertainment value, they got to kind of force it. Yeah, yeah, 
but I, like I said, I also thought it was very like almost making fun of mm-hmm. yeah. these types of shows, these ghost hunter shows. Like we know what you're doing is bullshit. So we're going to expose that this is bullshit by pretending that we're like you. Yeah. Yeah. But as they're film, Okay. So, so the, the guy who's like the caretaker or not, not the groundskeeper, but like the guy who, Oh like, yeah. Kenny Sandoval. Yeah. 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 He locks them in. Um, and he's because Lance asks them to lock them in so they can't get out. Yeah. Because it's this whole thing like, oh, we're going to be locked in, like literally locked in. And so he locks them in and he says, I'll be back at like six in the morning. Yeah. And before that, like he kind of gives him like a tour of the place and he shows him like different haunted rooms and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bathtub that someone supposedly slit their wrist. Well, the blood in. was still yeah. in it. It's like they didn't clean that shit out. Dude, gross, man. Not, you know, when get some Ajax or some when rent is overdue, you just kind of you just kind of <laughs> hightail it out of there as quickly as possible. Like someone will deal with the blood problem. <laughs> <laughs> he also shows them this window, and he says, "Look, every day I come in here. By the way, this guy goes in there every day. Yeah, like, and nothing's happened to him. When I was like, he's a yeah, caretaker. What the fuck does he do why? all day? In the second one, why nothing happens to him? <laughs> and then he's you like, talk about the second one. The second one doesn't exist yet. He's <laughs> like, the lights, the lights don't work. And he's like, dude, you're the caretaker. Fix the fucking lights. Come on, man. <laughs> he walks. He just goes inside and walks around, shuts the window, and leaves. That's what his yeah. job entails. Yeah, but that'd be a kick-ass job, though. Right? Oh hell yeah! Be like, how much do you get paid? Uh, I don't know, $60,000 a year just to close a window? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, don't go in this one room over I here. I used to be an account manager for a security company, and we had this one building, and it was in the middle of... It was in the town, but it was sort of like in the middle of a field, and it used to be like the government owned it, and... Um, it was real creepy, but we had to sur- do s- the guys would do surveillance on it 24 seven. So we would have three different shifts. And I remember the one night, some of uh, the alarms were going off. It was maybe like two o'clock in the morning. So the security officer that was there, I had to go, I had to, cause I got a phone call from the security company that the alarm was going off. So I had to go and it was just so creepy because it was two o'clock in the morning and we couldn't find out what was tripping the alarm system and this building was super old super super old super creepy super everything (laughs) that you can imagine and he was like um because basically their job was to make sure that the that the there was like a, a heater for the one pipe and if that pipe was got cold or something like it would burst so that's the only thing that they had to do they had to monitor it make sure that everything was okay um, the building actually isn't there anymore, but they, they did, um, they did tear it down, but it was so creepy. And yeah, that, I mean, there are creepy. jobs like that where you just have to watch a building. So yeah. that was very creepy. There were, there was, it was a, um, a three story huge building and there were parts of the building that you couldn't even like go towards cause there were so many chemicals on the ground and like, Ugh. yeah. So there are people that do that. <laughs> See, and they didn't clean up the chemicals, just like these people didn't clean up the blood. No, nope, because yeah, sometimes just you let everything can't. Sit. Like you can't. You could, we couldn't touch anything, so it was creepy. It was so creepy. Yeah. He's got one room that he just goes in, and he's like, "Don't go in that room. At least not with the black light." <laughs> 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 that's my that's my special room. <laughs> uh, we have a friend. We have a friend who does security, and he's told us like there's days, weeks, months that he just kind of sits there. Yeah, and he doesn't. 
He doesn't do anything. Yeah, like yeah, most just, security guards have to do tours, but like the guards there weren't allowed to do tours because there was, it was so dangerous. So yeah. every hour they would just <laughs> go check and make sure that this one heater was on. But yeah, we never figured out why the alarm was <laughs> tripped. Still on. It was creepy. It was very creepy. So. Well, so in this, this Sandoval guy, he says, um, listen, this window opens every night. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but every morning I come in, it's open. I, I got to shut, shut it. it again. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of creepy. So he locks them in. Dude, what if there's a fire? Yeah. Is, no, how, is the fire marshal approve of this? Yeah, no. <laughs> no fire marshal would ever approve this. Like, y'all if in. there's an emergency, like if they need to like, I don't know, if someone like has an appendicitis attack and they need to get to the hospital, <laughs> like... I guess the thought is he's, he's going to be there till, or he's going to be back at six in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's only a few hours. Cause it's nighttime when they go in there. Like it gets dark quick. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and he you- even says to him, he's like, Oh, you think it's dark now and it's daylight out. Wait till it gets dark outside. It's going to be even darker in here. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you ever go to like a lock-in at like yes. a roller rink or like a My school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you think that they locked you in? Cause I did. Cause I remember doing that yeah. at the roller rink, like and your parents would pick you up in the morning. I thought they legit like locked the doors and you were trapped. They in there. did. Lock me in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of school you went to. Just you, but. though. <laughs> well, I'm older, so that's the way they did it back in the 80s. Um, so this douchebag host does his douchebag hosty type things, and uh, they do some interviews with their quote-unquote psychic. They attempt to record sounds of ghosts through EVP. EVP, yeah. Which... You know, one one time I went to a graveyard in the middle of the night with some friends yeah. and brought a camcorder and find some orbs and shit. Yeah. We, we were looking for that kind of stuff. That I don't believe we in either. Like it's a piece of dust. That's yeah. Not, those are bugs. That's not your grandma. <laughs> yeah. That's a moth. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what happened. So there was this big field. This is down uh, on my side of town, but there was this big field. It was like this farm field and, uh, or just undeveloped. Yeah. Dirt field. And then there's a cemetery. And so we went in the middle of the night and we like hopped the fence. Oh, there was like a ravine mm-hmm. on our way to there. And my friend uh, goes, hey, remember there's this ravine here because we all had to jump over it. He goes, because when we're coming out, we might not see it. And I was like, <laughs> I like right, where cool. this is going. <laughs> so we go in there. I got my video camera and we're just kind of looking around, you know, being, you know, fucking kids asshole yeah kids but we're not like we're not, very respectful yeah, not desecrating anything no we didn't like piss no, on no grave encounters no <laughs> oh, there, there was <laughs> i did have an encounter with a grave but anyway all of a sudden there's a car that pulls in oh shit to the graveyard and the oh. lights start shining on us and so we're all like head for the hills right so we all go to jump over the chain link fence or to climb over the chain link fence and as i'm going over my shoe gets caught in the links oh, no. and I, and I go toppling over the top of this thing and I lost my shoe. So I'm <laughs> oh running through God. this field and there's like thorns. Oh shit. And I'm stepping on these fucking thorns as I'm like one, one footing it through this field. <laughs> uh, my friend goes, remember the ravine and he Whee! jumps, but he jumps about two feet early. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> crashing right into the ravine. This is the same asshole who told oh, us to remember Ow. that it was oh. there. That's hilarious. Was As, he like, fucking ghost pushed me in the ravine? And you're like, motherfucker t- stole my shoe. <laughs> this is haunted. I have no yeah. shoe. I have one shoe now. Yeah, so I, I I made my cousins. My cousins were with me. And I made them, and they went back and got my shoe for get me. I was going to say, did you ever get your shoe? <laughs> I did. Um, and, and I couldn't go back because... 
my fucking foot. I like only had one shoe. And then my cousins were like, oh, you're such a pussy or whatever they were calling me. And then we got back home and I took off my shoe and I had like thorns like all in the bottom. And they were like, oh, we thought you were like bullshitting. And I was like, no. Ow, 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 ow. So that's no good. That's the weirdest thing that ever happened. Well, that's not the weirdest thing that ever happened to me at a graveyard, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> you had a graveyard uh, Some weird shit starts happening. I think one of the crew, I think it was like TC, he's in a room and a door slams shut on him. Yeah. There's also, they also have cameras like maybe there's four Infrared stores. and yeah, like night vision. Which, okay, infrared. Do they have infrared in this one or is it no, the next sorry, one? No, I'm sorry. It's like night vision. night vision. Yeah. yeah. The next, next one, one has the, the next one the doesn't U, exist. <laughs> Too nice. Well done. Yeah. Well done. All right. Um, the, yeah, they do some uh, some pickup shots, and I think that's when yeah when TC's wandering around and that part's kind of funny too because there's like a, a checker pattern on the ground and he's oh, like yeah. king me, yeah. <laughs> and then he sees a hole. He's like, oh, a glory hole. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so silly. The caretaker pops up. Never mind. The, never mind the glory hole. <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> The caretaker's like, yeah, actually, do mind the glory hey, hole. Get on the other side of that wall here for a second. <laughs> There's something over there. <laughs> just, just trust uh, me. Then, like, they decide, okay, well, let's... Some weird shit's happening. People are getting creeped out a little bit more than, than normal. They're going to send... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt. Was it Matt? I think Matt yeah. to go pick up mm-hmm. all the camera stuff. Yeah, Matt's the equipment guy. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And they're like, listen, the the guy's going to be here in about an hour. Pick up all the camera stuff. We'll just wait in the lobby and we'll go. And so Matt goes to pick it up and uh, the radio is not working. Like he can't call anybody, but we see him start picking up the cameras. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the room that has the window. The window. Yep. And the window's open. Oh, shit. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he like says something, but then like the camera cuts out. Yeah. And it it's like something happened to him. And we don't know. So they're like calling for Matt. He's not answering. They decide they're going to go look for him. They can't find him. Some more weird shit happens. I don't know what else I'm missing here, but people start um, experiencing some more weird shit. And then they're going to bust down the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, fuck it. We're just going to get out of here. Yeah, so they bust down the door, and it doesn't lead to the outside. It leads to a hallway! Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like almost like... Like a maze. That keeps shifting. Yeah. We find that on the second one, which doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but And so they keep looking at maps, and the maps that they look at tell them, like, oh, here's an exit, and then they go there, and it's like a dead end. Or they go upstairs to like they the, the TC says oh when I was filming outside I noticed there was a fire escape mm-hmm. so they go up to the fire escape and it just leads to a brick dude wall. when he said that I was like why the fuck did you wait so long to drop that on everybody yeah <laughs> well what I'm thinking is is you got a window that's open yeah make, some fuck, make a rope out of some of these bed sheets Shawshank it out of this place <laughs> and let's go and yeah. nobody ever thinks of that or at the very least jump because you know what I'll risk a couple broken legs. To get away here. from fucking demons, yeah. your soul eaten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I nobody agree. ever fucking thinks of that. Nope. <laughs> so, nope. um, people start. Oh, the psychic guy. He's like, he's like lost. This is my favorite death, I think, because I hated this guy. <laughs> 
what did he say that one line when you're like, oh, he's totally, he's like, I have a casting in the morning I have to get to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Tisa, like, but TC's he's, like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, they say fuck more in this movie than oh, I think I we do in our podcast. <laughs> like, that's what happens when you get people to try to improvise. Like, the first, their first default is, like, just a curse. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Fuck. Fucking Lance. Fuck, man. <laughs> no, what the fuck's going on? That's TC the whole time. He goes from like a one to a ten in like two scenes. Yeah. He gets so mad. He's like, he's like, I'm going to sit on the floor and pout and be like, I'm not fucking going that way, man. We already fucking went that way. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he's like, and then all of a sudden, and then he goes from ten back down to one because then he's just sitting there. He's like, there's no way out of here, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're doomed. No way out of here. We're doomed. We're doomed. We're all going to die. Well, his prediction comes true. Everybody fucking dies. Yeah. Except for Lance. Lance and the and the girl. Sasha. I forget her name. What was it? Uh, yeah. Sasha. So they call her Sasha. Sasha. Do they? Might be. I think so. Sasha. Well, they're Canadian. They're Canadian. They, oh, yeah, they got an excuse. Sasha. They talk funny. Um, they go down into like the dungeon, the fucking depths of hell. <laughs> and uh, they're going through there. And they think it, they said because the caretaker said it leads to other buildings. So they're like, well, we can just follow this to another building and get yeah. out to the other building. Um, and uh, oh, that's where they find Matt again before this. And then Matt ends up killing himself. Well, because he's not the same. He's like insane. He's, he's in like a hospital now. gown. Yeah, he's a patient now. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the and- other thing is, is that like time. Yeah, and see, that's an important thing to note is time all of a sudden isn't, like, the time on their watches don't match. Like, they can see it's still dark outside, yeah. but it should be, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then all of a sudden it's, like, three days later. Like, yeah. the yeah. time code's on the, on the, and I'm like, where do they get all the battery power for these computers? Like, they, <laughs> like and, and the tapes. Like, it's, it's these the, are mini DV tapes. They record, like, 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. It's the ghosts. <laughs> And all the all of them now have like hospital bracelets on with like yeah. their names. It's like oh, they're slowly yeah. becoming yeah. Like every patients. time, every time they fall asleep, something else happens. But yeah. I also yeah. want to note that there, the reason that I even found this film was actually from a GIF on Twitter, and it was that one hmm. that girl's face when she's the the patient. Oh, the face distorts. Yeah, when she's in the corner and they walk in and she turns around. Oh yeah, like that GIF was yeah. being heavily populated throughout Twitter, and I was like, what is this movie? What is this from? <laughs> and then I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. They'll come, they'll come across like I think this happens a couple of times where you see like a face and then it like distorts into like a big mouth and black eyes mm. and yeah like, blah, and it like jumps out at yeah. them like like friggin ghostbusters like the librarian <laughs> ghostbusters get her <laughs> get her that was, get her. Plan, that was right? your big plan huh? get her yeah. <laughs> um but anyway uh <laughs> i don't know why that tickled me um, <laughs> so they find matt he's insane and they're getting chased by some ghosts and then matt just like go he opens the elevator or the elevator doors open but there's no elevator there and he just jumps down the elevator shaft yeah with the camera so then they climb down the elevator shaft which i would never do in a billion years because like what if the elevator starts up and yeah it just squishes your ass yeah or my head (laughs) (laughs) take your dealer's choice (laughs) so they go yes exactly or like have you been watching lovecraft country no. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a good show. I need to, I've got the first, what, three episodes now or whatever. I got them all recorded. I just haven't watched them yet. Maybe the third I'll episode I'm, I'm so far. I might do that tonight. The third episode so far is my favorite episode. Yeah. And um, yeah, something happens to the elevator. Watch. Hmm. Um, 
pretty similar to what happens to the little girl in Hereditary happens with an elevator. Oh, <laughs> oh <no>. snap. <laughs> so they go, uh, they, they go through these like catacombs and then the girl dies. And then now Lance is just by himself. And it's been like, I don't know how long. And he's like eating rats. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> For Gross. sustenance. Delicious rats. And then he comes across uh, the doctor who's doing an operation. He's doing like a lobotomy. And then all of a sudden, like, he like looks away. And then when he looks back, this nurse pops up in front of him, kind of a jump scare type thing. Her face distorts. And her yeah. face distorts. Mm-hmm. And then he's on the operating table. Yeah, he drops the camera, so it kind of happens off camera. You just hear him screaming. He's like, no, no. I'm yeah, not he's crazy. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm not, not crazy. crazy. Yeah. And then and then it comes back on again. <laughs> and he's like talking to the camera. He's like, I'm Lance Prepton, and this is David Carr. <laughs> I'm signing off. <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm better now. Like, I can go home. Oh, yeah, Doctor that's says, right. I can go home. That's right. <laughs> and, then, and then the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, which is like... Oh, the movie's going to end. And then it was like another scene. Yeah. Then, oh, the movie's going to end. And then there's yeah. another scene. And mm-hmm. I was like, there's like three or four false endings. Yeah, like agreed. They thought they could stop it. So, all right, we'll start with you, Crystal. Um, Go ahead and give us your review. So I honestly thought that the cast was believable because they were just so... you. I mean, I for me personally, I felt as if I was watching the, you know, somewhat unedited version of what ghost hunters or, like, ghost encounters or something would be like. Um, I think that, you know, even the beginning, the cast was able to educate the audience on what they were doing, like, the different, like, ghost equipment that they were using uh, from, like, the lockdown. Like, they used, like, the spirit photography and things like that. Um And I think another element that added to me liking this was that every character or every actor in this film, I've never seen them in anything before. So I was able to Mm -hmm. actually believe that they were ghost hunting, um, a ghost hunting team making, trying to make a a show for a network. Um, You know, there's, and also the asylum itself was really creepy Um, you know, you have the death of the patients, like the girl in the bathtub and the really angry spirits that are very, you know, equivalent to an insane asylum because we've heard about many insane asylums over the years that have had malpractices and things like that. Um, I like the shots where they just showed like the night vision and you're just not really sure what's going to happen. Um, and I think that added to be like, all right, well, what's going to happen next? I thought the scares were done really well because they went from small, like in the beginning with TC when he's on the phone with his um, with his daughter. Um, you see the wheelchair in the background move just a tiny little bit. Um, and if you're mm-hmm. not paying yeah, attention, yeah, then cool. you wouldn't know that. Um, the door slamming kind of lame. The pulling of the hair was a little creepy. Um, I did start like when the hospital, when they hear the hospital bed slam and they walk in and they see the wheels are still turning. Like I thought that was really cool. Um, um, TC getting thrown down the stairs and whatever. Um, I think the part that really, I was pushed. (laughs) I think the part that I was like, okay, this is a little bit different than what I'm used to seeing is because you saw the ticker on the camera and you're like, there's no way that the caretaker didn't come back by now. And then the sun doesn't come up and then it starts manipulating the food that they're eating. And like, it, these, oh yeah. They, oh yeah. Like it all becomes like rotten and it's all rotten. 
Um, I also really thought the hospital bracelet thing was cool when they're in that closet and then they wake up and they see that their names are on the bracelet showing them that they're, that they're, the hospital has them now. Like they're not leaving. Um, Mm -hmm, and then I thought, um, like as more paranormal things just started happening, we see, definitely see the breakdown of the characters as we were talking about TC, (laughs) um, and then they start to realize that they're actually part of something that's really haunted. And I think Lance is the only one that's really into it because he's like, "Come on, guys! Like, we gotta, we gotta film everything." And everyone's like, "Who cares?" <laughs> um, and then just the idea that this hospital is set up in a way that they don't even know where they're going. Like, they think they they keep trying to rationalize and say, like, "Oh, we must have gotten turned around," um, and they see that that this this hospital is moving. Um, And yes, the concept is done a lot. We've seen this been done before. We've seen people go to insane asylums and and get killed. Um, But it's the reason I liked it is because I do watch ghost hunters and things like that. And it's really, this film is like every ghost hunter's like worst nightmare um, when they're actually becoming a part. It's real. Yeah, like when they're actually (laughs) becoming a part of the haunting. Um, and I think that's why, because whenever I watch, I don't watch Ghost Hunters often. Sometimes I'll just put it on the background just to like, because I like the history of all the different places they go to, but nothing yeah, actually really happens. So this sort of fed into my need to see something actually happen, even though, of course, this film is not real. So I think that's why I really like this film, because whenever I watch Ghost Hunters and things like that, I always want like something more to happen. Like I want to see somebody like get dragged up against a wall or something and it never happens. So I think that's <laughs> of course, why I, like, I think that's, that's what keeps people coming back to shows like that. Like, yeah. I, like <laughs> I used to watch this show called finding Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was Did like, they ever find him? <laughs> I was, I would always tell my wife, I was like, this is the episode. This is it. This, this is, is the, the one. Gonna- <laughs> and it's like, well, of course, if they, if they had, right, if Bigfoot existed, like we would know before this show. Yeah. Aired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. So, so I think that's just why I like it is because, yeah. and it's found footage. I, I think the reason why I've loved found footage for so long and I've always trying to find new ones is because I love the Blair Witch Project and that movie just scared me so bad because I watched it when I was little. So I'm always trying yeah. to like, like chase after that fear that I had, you know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really bad example, but you know, like a drug addict. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a drug addict. <laughs> no, but it's the I same it's, idea. I, You're chasing that high that you felt when you watched... Uh, yeah. You know, like when I first watched Candyman and then when I watched The Blair Witch Project. So I try to watch more films like that, you know, so I always want to see. All right. So if you're going to rate it on a scale of zero to five Pamela Voorhees heads. <clears throat> um, uh, I would probably give it like a three point five. And the reason I'm saying that is because some of the parts are just so stupid. Um, <laughs> um, like the whole thing, like the acting was meh, but I was, I believed it. There were some parts of it, like when Sasha's back gets carved and it says hello. Like, oh, you, yeah, really hello. Wait. you can't feel that when he first starts to etch the H into your skin. You gotta wait till he finishes the whole thing. That's a good point. Um, yeah. And then the ending was just so dumb when he's like, this is Lance Preston signing off. Like, no. <laughs> you still gotta, the show must go on. I gotta yep. finish. Yeah. And then I gotta put these tapes in the mail. Yeah. And I gotta send them to the producer. Yeah. I gotta throw them out the little window. <laughs> It's open. <laughs> Little bread drums. That's how they got them. That's vision. how they got them. There you go. But solved the, the case. Yeah, the reason why I liked it is because it just added different elements that I haven't seen in other ones. Like, the sun is not coming up. The 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 maze of the hospital. I really liked mm-hmm. that the camera, the tickers were just like, were fine. And then they went crazy. So, yeah. 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 I thought it had All interesting right, so three elements. three and a half for Crystal. Yeah. 
All right, cool. David, do you want to go? Sure. Um, so let's start with the the good. Um, I thought there were some. <laughs> I thought there were some like genuinely good jump scares. Like there were a couple parts where I was like, ah, Jesus. Like, uh, yeah. So I would say a couple of good scares. Um, I liked. I think in, we did one episode before on found footage films, and I think I mentioned in that one one thing I hate about them is the the, the cameras are always rolling. They're, at some point, you would turn the camera off. Um, but I thought this movie handled that pretty well because the flashlights died, so they were using the cameras as lights, which I thought was a creative way to kind of get around that. And it's like that's why. And if you got the if you're using the light, you may as well roll the roll the tape. Yeah. Um, I thought the acting was decent to good. I, 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 I didn't think the acting was really bad or anything. There was some cheesy moments, but I thought the performances themselves were fine. Um, and I thought, for the most part, the characters mostly made logical decisions. Um, now, the things I didn't like. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was really repetitive. So a lot of you see something, you scream, and you run. And then you see something else, everybody screams, and they're running again. Uh, and there was just a lot of that over and over and over again. Um, and I thought the ending was very House of a Thousand Corpses, Dr. Satan. Yeah. yeah. Um, th- even like kind of going through like a tunnel of sorts at the end and then it leading to the the big bad and having a, a Dr. Satan type character. I just thought it seemed like something I've seen before. Yeah. Uh, and so, and that, that leads me to my biggest criticism is I just didn't find the movie overall very original. I felt like it was all stuff I'd seen before and I'd seen done better. That said, I did like it more than I expected. Um, I gave it a two and a half. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Um, I, I'm going to agree with you guys on certain points and there's, there's other things that Crystal brought up that I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of like that. Um, specifically, uh, what was it? Something you were saying about, um, oh, the, the, the bands on oh, their the hands, yeah. the bracelets on their hands mm-hmm. and how that established that the, that the insane asylum had them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that the the hospital kept changing, kind of the maze of the hospital kept changing, and they didn't know quite exactly where they were because it was different every time that they went back. But that being said, it was very Blair Witch mm-hmm. because the same thing happens in Blair Witch Project. Yeah, they get all turned around. Yeah. They go into the woods and they get lost. And someone has a map and they throw it away and, you know, the cameras were on. And But I think... The reason why Blair Witch works better for me is because there was a the the footage was unedited in that one. Like it was it looked when Blair Witch came out. It looked real. Dude. Everybody I, thought it was I real. Was, I was older and I was like scared shitless. Yeah. And this was kind of at the early days of the internet too. So like you couldn't and just And they had a website and I would go to the website and, was, and I remember missing posters, right? Or something. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, they did a good job making yeah. it feel like it was real. And I remember like there were always there were rumors like when it came out like this is actual footage. Yeah, like, oh, well, it's yeah and, it, and there was like a huge marketing campaign. Yeah, like, they um, did a vi- good it job. was like viral marketing before that even yeah. existed. Mm-hmm. Um, this, it's like I understand what they're doing. They're trying to make a, a film, obviously a found footage film. They're cheaper to make. Um, there was some the computer generated images of the ghosts, like. I appreciate that they were there, but to me, it's like, if they're not going to be done like 100%, if I was a filmmaker, I'd be like, let's find something else to do. We can still have jump scares and we can still have insane people, but having them like distort, like I was kind of like, meh, meh. 
But that being said, one of my issues with found footage is when there's really no explanation on how the footage was found. And they, they kind of say, well, although this was a TV show and this was the unaired broadcast, but it was like, well, how did you get it? And I know we're going to get into yeah. that in mm. a second one, Crystal. <laughs> but, it's still not even really, you know, done well. Yeah. It's still not but, great. But <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I mean, even if he would have just said, this envelope just arrived. Yeah, it came in the mail. I We never aired it because we could never get in contact with the cast and crew ever yeah. again. And this is what was in the envelope. Like, that would have done it for me. Um, there was also no likable characters. Yeah. Like, maybe TC, but only maybe. Like, and, and they tried to make him likable by having him have a wife and, and child that, yeah. he, was mm -hmm. talking to that he was talking to on the phone. And I get that, but then he just got annoying. Yeah. And, and Lance was completely annoying yeah. and he ends up being the star. And I'm like, I don't care what happened. I don't care that he got a lobotomy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of glad. Fuck that um, guy. So, uh, that being said, I, I give it a two out of five. Okay. Pamela Voorhees heads. Yeah. Only because there's a second one so and I have a, to rate that one. That's a, so that's a, that's a 2.67 uh, overall. 2.67, yeah. I think it's worth watching. Definitely. Um, if and, and, and if you're into found footage films, I think this is one that's worth watching. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, there's some stuff that we've, we've seen before. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this movie, Grave Encounters, was so good that they were like, we need a second one. Sequel. <laughs> Uh, Grave well, Encounters two. Of money off the first one, so they did. They did. There was a quite a hefty return. There was quite a return on this one too. Yeah. Grave Encounters two came out in 2012, so one year later. Yeah, pretty quick. Now I should say that Grave Encounters one. We didn't mention this, but I think that it technically took place not in 2011. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it was like 2003 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it was like eight years prior to when yeah. the current date yeah. was. Grave Encounters two takes place in quote unquote present time. Uh, 2012. Directed by John Poliquin, who was one of the Vicious Brothers. Again, these fucking Vicious Brothers. Uh, it was written by these two guys. And they're not brothers. They're just two Wait, guys. Wait, this guy's different. He's not one of the Vicious Brothers. Yeah, he is. John uh, Poliquin? I don't think so. Eh, whatever. Google that shit while I'm talking. <laughs> uh, stars Richard Harmon as Alex. Leanne Lapp as Jennifer. Sean Rogerson is back. He plays uh, Lance Preston slash himself. Yep. Dylan Mayfair is Trevor. Stephanie Bennett is Tessa. And Howie Lai is Jared. Uh, the budget was $1.4 million. Yeah, they had a bigger budget. Box office was $8.2 So quite a big return. Um, the first note that I have is this movie needed a sequel. Ugh. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so... Uh, I was right, right? No. Yes. Ah. All right, whatever. I couldn't I couldn't confirm. All right, we can say he might be. All right, hold on. John Poliquin, Wikipedia, is a Canadian music video commercial and feature film director. He's director. Da, 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 da. Yes. Hold on. Nice. I'm biting my fingers in anticipation of being correct. Ah, you are right. You <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> Boom. I fucking hate you so much. I know, I know. I didn't know, good. so I wasn't going to get involved. <sighs> you just chalk it up to one of the many times I've been wrong on this podcast. <laughs> You're going to cut that out, though, right? Yeah, You're yeah, I'll cut that out. He keeps You're it fine. in. Yeah, oh, he will. He's a dick. He's a dick. Um, it's true. Uh, okay, so movie starts out. 
and and I actually like the way the movie started out because yeah. it shows like these online reviews, like these YouTube channels, yeah. and they were like real, the real reviewers. I thought so. Yeah, um, I've seen a couple of cool. these people um, on YouTube before, but they're holding up and they're like, "Grave Encounters, Grave Encounters, Grave Encounters," and, and they yeah, go, give it one out of four skulls, and they have like their different rating systems mm. and yeah. stuff. And some people really like it, and they even throw in the ones that don't like it, and they're doing it. And then it cuts to this guy, Alex, who's also one of these YouTubers, and he's reviewing it. And he actually didn't really like the film. Um, and, uh, he, you know, he's like, whatever. And um, and I thought that was a good way to introduce the quote-unquote found footage right. again. That it was a movie. Yeah. yeah. And that, uh, you know, this guy's a YouTube guy. So, of course, he's going to be recording stuff. And he's also, like, really into film and really into the horror genre. Um, yeah, and the whole group of friends are all in film school. Yeah, they're in film mm-hmm. school. So he has a roommate in his dorm. And uh, his roommate's at this, like, uh, Halloween party. Dresses Thor. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go get Alex and bring him down. And he's recording everything because he's doing a documentary of like, what's he called it? The high life or something like that, where yeah. he's like smoking weed yeah. all the time. Weed, yeah. <laughs> and he walks in on his friend, on Alex jerking off mm-hmm. to porn on the internet. <laughs> and uh, then he convinces him to go down to this party. And uh, they're, like I said, they're recording everything. There's, there's a girl at the party that he, he likes. Yeah, who likes him Jennifer too. Parker, which I thought was an interesting choice for the name. Why? Because that's the, that's the girl from Back to the Future. Oh, that's really? That's Marty's girlfriend, Jennifer oh, Parker. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that is interesting. I wonder if they did that on purpose. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he goes down to this party and he's like, getting drunk and he's like oh i'm fucking horror is dead but i'm gonna he's bring like, it I'm back the next West this Craven. bitch no you're not yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah and that's the other thing that pissed me off and maybe this was kind of like the tongue-in-cheek joke behind of it because then they show the film that he's making and it's a complete shit show yeah and it's like this fucking the it's worst super cheesy film. yeah it looks it's like, like you have a cavity <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it's like this slasher film, and it's 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 like it's the beginning per- of uh, the the thriller music video. Yeah, like. yeah, it yeah. was very thriller esque. And <laughs> well, I like uh, the the one of the characters gets her gets her head cut off or whatever, but the body's still standing. And somebody's like, well, that doesn't make yeah, any sense. Like, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he's making this movie, and his friends, like I said, doing his documentary, but he's also helping him on the film because they're all in film school, and so that's how we're getting the behind the scenes shit. Yes, yeah. from this. Um, his project is this slasher film that he's working on. His buddy teabagged him too. That was pretty messed up. Oh, that's true. Take that down. <laughs> but <laughs> but they, uh, the other thing too that pisses me off about this movie is like there's an endless amount of funds because like this is a student film and the budget is pretty good For, on I the film that yeah. he's making. Slash and Burn, I think was the name of the movie. It was, it was kind of like a slasher movie, but it also had Saw elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, torture porn. Yeah, and the killer even kind of talked like Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. And and the, the Jessica, or Jennifer Parker, excuse me, uh, she's the lead actress in this movie that he's making. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so they're kind of having this director-actress relationship, and he's like, oh, you're so good, and blah, blah, blah. Um, well, he gets a message. This Alex guy gets a message on his YouTube account from this unknown person, and it's like... Uh, death awaits. Death awaits, which is what was spray-painted on the door in the first grave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like... And 
and it basically is just giving him like shit that says, Hey, this is real. This was real. This really happened. Yeah. And he gets video clips of stuff that wasn't in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and he oh. gets various different notes and all this stuff. So he goes onto YouTube and he's like, Hey, if anybody knows any more information about this, I got this note. I'm starting to think that maybe grave encounters was real. Yeah. And so he starts investigating a little bit and then he gets a call sheet sent to him for a music video that's being made. And the producer from the, uh, the first movie is going to be there. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to fly to LA and he has the money to like buy <laughs> a plane the ticket drop of a hat. Yeah. at the drop of a hat. And we all know last minute plane tickets, they're not cheap. No. And then he's going to rent the car and that's not cheap either. And he's driving through LA and he goes to the set and he just is like, got his camera and he's like, ah, oh, what happened with Grave Encounters? Like he costs the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he gets kind of offended that the guy's mean to him. It's like, dude, I'm working here. By the way, this Alex Beat guy, it. this Alex guy looks like, like a, a poor man's Robert Pattinson. He does. Yeah. He, he really <laughs> a little does. Bit, yeah. Ugh, okay. I love Robert Pattinson. I can't wait to see, <laughs> I can't wait to see Pattinson? Batman. He's, he's got, he's got the Roma I though. I saw that. I know. I know. That's a I was like, so no. They had to postpone it. Yeah. Yeah. The movie looks like it's going to be oh pretty cool, Oh, my God. Though. I'm so excited. I, I watched the trailer like six yeah. times. I haven't even seen the trailer oh, yet. Oh, it looks really it looks good, so man. Good. Like It looks like it's got a lot of influence from like The Crow. Yeah. It looks cool. It's pretty. It's going to be the soundtrack gnarly. to The Crow was one of my favorite Actually, soundtracks the, of all time. Actually, the, the song they used in the trailer teaser was so good, too. It's Nirvana. I forget what the name of the song yeah. is. but Something in the Way. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It makes it so much creepier and cooler. It's cool. It just looks like it's Batman. Right, it's going to be that. very like. Like, can we just talk about? Can we just talk about, talk about Batman and Grave Encounters? Yeah, yeah, please. No, it looks so good. I'm so excited. Like, it's a dark. It's a dark Batman. Oh man! Yes. Even like, in the you oh, have yeah. to watch the trailer because the ending scene, he like annihilates this guy, and you're just like, oh my god, I've never seen. Because you know, superheroes don't really. They're not supposed to like. They're supposed to be for like kids, so they're not supposed to really kill anybody. You know what I mean? And like yeah. Batman just mm. just just decimates this guy, and you're just like, and then they're like, who are you? He's like, I'm vengeance. So I was like, yes. It looks awesome. Uh, Tell that to Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool is supposed to be for kids. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so excited to see it. Um, all right. So he goes down there. He accosts this producer and he gets all pissed off. But then uh, the producer comes out and he's like, look, I'll talk to you. But yeah. off the record. No cameras. And whatever. No cameras. So then he goes out and he has this unlimited supply. So he goes to a spy shop. <laughs> right. It's a little spy cam. Gets a little, do you remember there was a sh- store called Spy Headquarters? Yeah, I do. Did you ever go in? No. I went in there once because I was like, what is this was all Was it about? just a bunch of fucking nerds? There was like nobody in there. <laughs> and there was just like books. And it was like the anarchist cookbook. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it wasn't Stupid. even like cool shit. It wasn't like, there wasn't like Q there. It was I want like, like booby traps and gadgets and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's a pen that will blow up. This <laughs> <laughs> is like a, a flower that squirts water. Or... Or like data from uh, fucking <laughs> from Goonies. Goonies, <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> Bully blinders. Where's the slick shoe section? <laughs> Dude, you walk into the spy headquarters. Like, listen, man, I'm in a hurry. If you could just point me right to the the slick shoes, I gotta get out of here. I also need the belt with the chompers, <laughs> like the teeth that come out. Pinchers of power. Pinchers of power. <laughs> I need to set up my booty traps. My, what? <laughs> That's what my I said. I said I said I'm setting booty traps. <laughs> okay data don't screw this up (laughs) (laughs) oh shit i love goonies 
Double O negative. Stop at 07. <laughs> Dude, I was watching. Uh, they had a marathon of uh, Indiana Jones movies, and he's in uh, yeah, Temple, of Doom. Temple of Doom. And that kid cracks me up. He's the best part of Temple of it's Doom. It's pretty good. Temple of Doom's really good, but. I like Temple Doom. He's my favorite yeah. one. All right, so he goes to spy headquarters, buys some pinches of power, and then gets his like little uh, spy cam. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, was he always holding it like this? He's, yeah. he's like, could you just speak yeah, right, right He's like, listen, I'm up here, mister. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he goes, that guy was such a douche. <laughs> yeah. But the guy tells him, the producer tells him, he's like, hey. It that was real. was real. Yeah. Yeah. And that shit, he's like, we changed some things so we could like recoup some money that we were going to lose. Because they had to pay settlements to the family of the people that died. Yeah. So what I don't understand is this. Okay. So, okay. Sean Rogerson was the actor who played Lance in the first yes. movie. Mm-hmm. And his name was Lance because he even said his name was Lance. And there was like five episodes and he introduced himself as Lance. But he really wasn't Lance. He was this guy named Sean Rogerson. Yeah. And Sean Rogerson really went missing as right. well as the rest of the cast of the first movie all went missing. So it wasn't a movie? I was a little confused by that too. Because then they were like, well, we just released it as a movie so we could recoup some funds. But it was like... Well, then he just came up with this be... character of Lance. Yeah. Who was like a fake character for this Grave Encounter show. Yeah. It was his stage it was name. His, it was, yeah, it was like his stage name. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, he'd be mobbed by fans and stuff. Like. So TC, he came up with a stage name too. And uh, I don't think they, Sasha came up with say, a stage name. I don't think they name. did. I think the only ones that, because they were part yeah, of like the, the, the tech and the sound. But the people that were on film were the ones with the stage names. Like, I don't think the Houston was actually his real name. Houston. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just kind of weirds me out. There's kind of there's some logic issues that I have. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I agreed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't he goes back. Hard. He goes back and he's like, uh, hey, this was all real. I don't know. Did they meet his mom before or after that trip? Uh, it's during the trip. Or no, I can't remember. Well, they go around that to same Sean time. Rogerson's mom's house because she get, gets in contact or they get in contact with her somehow. And they go over to her house and she's like, yeah, he's going to be home in like a couple he's hours. He's the hospital. And yeah, and they're like, oh, great. And then her caretaker comes in. She's like, she's a lunatic. Yeah, she's fucking crazy. You need to get the fuck out of here. And they're like, what? And she's like just smiling and like waving out the window. She's nuts. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, uh, well, he convinces everybody. He's like, look, I found, I got the coordinates sent to me of where this where hospital, hospital is. is. Yeah. It's in Vancouver and it'll just be a two hour drive. Because I guess they go to film school in Washington, Washington State. Yeah. And it's just a two-hour drive. And we can be up there. And we can go investigate this. And we can do... This is what my movie's going to be. Fuck that slash and burn. This is going to be the movie. Yeah. This is the movie. Everybody buys in now. He Pretty quickly. A, yeah. And, you know, they're college kids. You can kind of understand that. It's like road trip. Yep. Go visit a haunted place. Like, even if you didn't believe in ghosts, it's just like, all right, cool. Let's go. So they go up there and they get in. They also find out at this time that Kenny Sandoval, the caretaker, the caretaker from the yeah. first movie who never showed up again, well, he committed suicide. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. So is that why he never showed up then? Because he committed suicide? I guess so. No, I, I, think he, I think he did show up and then he found out that like they all went missing or something. 
So that was oh, my so take then he committed on it. Suicide because that of that? He went back in the morning, opened the doors, and everything was either still there or like the equipment was there, but everybody was missing. And then he finds out later that all these people went missing, and maybe that's why he commits suicide. That was my understanding of it, okay. uh, or my interpretation of that whole thing. So he went there, gathered up all the tapes, sent it to the producer, <laughs> and then, and then, then was like, oh, yeah, I feel so bad about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So um, they go there, and uh, it it looks like the same place that we saw in the first movie. Yeah, and they break in because the place is like chained oh, up. There's security a Canadian guard. Mountie. Is the security guard a Mountie? Yes, <laughs> Dudley Do writes there. He's like, "Hey, hey, you kids, hey, what are you guys doing here? here? What are you doing here, eh?" <laughs> You guys need to get away from here, like, fast. You need to get like, out of huh? here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to know about what I happened here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they film themselves committing a crime because, like, they break in and they film it. I would have I yelled cut for that one. Like, I'm going to cut these. Uh, well, they hadn't edited it yet. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like we do. When we say, like, stupid shit, we're like, oh, cut yeah, that cut out. Yeah, cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> like when I said that that director was a vicious brother. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> oh yeah, I will. Um, they got like a all their uh, camera equipment, and this time they yeah they got like thermal cameras. Yep. Okay. And the one dude like records a fart. Oh my god, that was, that was funny. There's funny. something behind you. That, that, was, that was funny, but where the the funds are endless like i know they got it from the school but no film school has like all right we got thermo camera and we got 18 cameras that you can rent and they all have night vision and you're gonna do all no especially in 2012 <laughs> like those cameras like they cost a lot mm-hmm. of money yeah yeah it's not like you can just go and get like iphones or anything and just set up iphones and it's not like they're in usc film school they're in washington state yeah yeah <laughs> washington state community college film school <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they're setting up all the cameras much like the first one i mean it's a lot of rehashing of the first one there's a lot of the same stuff that happens right um when people like the 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 window opens but this time when the window opens we actually see the guy get sucked out of the pulled out of the window yeah that was pretty cool mm-hmm. and um we see more of the kills yeah, yeah and this one the um they realize the place is haunted like really quickly. Like the first part one, a lot of nothing happens. This one pretty much gets right to it. Like as soon as they get into the place at night, because they, they go back in after the security guard kicks him out. Because uh, the security guard guy comes back in, you hear gunshots and stuff. And that's pretty much right when the shit hits the fan. And they're like, all right, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. The security guard goes missing. And they're like, we got to collect. And Alex is like, we got to collect all the film equipment because this is expensive. Like mm-hmm. I said. Yeah. And I'm not going to get charged. I'm, I don't want to have to pay for all that. And they're like, fuck your film equipment. We'll come back later. So they, after a while, they convince them, but they can't get out again. Like, because they're trapped, like in the first one. Yeah. And then, uh, what's his name? He gets sucked out of the window. They find the, the Dudley Do-Right, and he's getting electrocuted <laughs> oh, yeah, that was on a horrible. table. Like, like it was not, it was hard to watch. Cause I was like, Oh God, no, I don't yeah. want to watch that. Yeah, it, he catches on fire and like burns yeah, alive. Like, yeah, it, was horrible. Cool. Death scene. it was pretty cool. <laughs> like, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's see what else happens. They escape the building. Three of them do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's Alex and his buddy, Trevor, Trevor and, and, Jennifer. and Jennifer. Yeah. And they bust out. They get in the car. They drive away. Their friend's dead body is on the roof of one of the cars the because he's the one that got flung yeah. out of the window. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They get out of there, 
and they go back to the hotel. They gather up all their shit. They get in the elevator. They go down. Dude, okay, let's back up real quick. So when they got to the hotel and they were in the room, why didn't they call the cops? Like right then and there. That and here's another thing. How did they get for the movie? How did they get the security footage from the hotel? Because you see the security footage oh, of them yeah. walking through the hotel. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't a, think you can just call a hotel and be like, hey, can, can I, I get have the that security, security footage? Yeah. We need it for a I movie. I need uh, the security footage for the glory hole room. <laughs> Por favor. <laughs> What's can, with you with glory can, holes? Can, get that for me, lickety split. <laughs> Kenny's ghost is in there now. He's part of it. He's the glory hole ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, come on, guys. It's time for a grave encounter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So they get into the they get into the elevator, they go down, the elevator opens and they're back in the they're back in the asylum. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You and knew, then they look yeah, back. You knew and, as soon as they got on the elevator when yes. you see the maid. And she's, I knew as yeah, soon as they escaped. Yeah, exactly. And then you see the maid just like chilling in the middle of the the hallway. Oh yeah, she was like creepy in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when you're like, "Oh, they're not." And then the numbers start to get all messed up. Yep. So they go walking around. They find this fucking uh, red door. Mm-hmm. Well, before that, they find Sean. They find Sean, who's crazy, right. and he's like, "Oh, yeah, he's like." Lunatic. He looks like uh, oh, this, Crystal. You're in uh, outside of Philadelphia. He looks like Rickety Cricket a from uh, "It's Always Sunny." Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he reminded me of Robin Williams in Jumanji. I was gonna say, like he's been yeah. trapped inside the game. I was gonna say, Nicholas or not? Yeah, what's his face from Tom Hanks from uh, Castaway? Castaway. Oh yeah, Castaway. Yeah. Anybody who's been in isolation yeah. for a while. It was very Jumanji. Like, like when they see him, he's like, "Did one of you roll a five or an eight by chance?" <laughs> Uh, yeah, this shit. is the horror version of Jumanji. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly. what it is. <laughs> that's what they should do. Dr. Friedkin's that Van Pelt character. Yeah, yeah. The one that's Chase the Hunter, right? That's him. <laughs> yeah. We just need Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and The Rock, and there we're you all go. set. And there's your movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, he's got the Rona also. That's right. The Rock man. does. Doesn't care, man. No. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get you. Uh, but yeah, it's right around here. They find the red door. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And Sean, well, they talk to Sean for a while and then he's like slowly coming out of it. Like he's insane. He's still eating rats. Um, and he's been like marking off days. He's yeah. like, Oh, it's been like two days. And they're like, it's been eight years. motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, huh? can you imagine how bad he's got to smell? Whoa. That and the fact of the diseases he's probably got from eating yeah. rats. Yeah. How is he not eight dead? Years? And how is he in such good shape? Yeah. yeah. He's pretty ripped. And he still has the same shirt, too. He puts it back yeah. on somewhere and then takes it back off randomly in some of the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to show off his show hot off his abs. Yeah. His, yeah. his hot Canadian bod. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm from British Columbia, guys. Um, so he shows them this red door and he's like, I've been in every door in this. Um, place in this except asylum. for this one except for this because one. it's chained up and i don't have bolt cutters oh, and they're yeah, like we have bolt right. cutters yeah <laughs> coincidentally enough but they're in a bag in another room yeah. and we don't know how to get back there because the hospital keeps shifting mm-hmm. but before we go looking for it we should all take a nap yeah mm-hmm. that's and another thing both of these movies how do people sleep like if all this crazy shit was going on you wouldn't be able to sleep it's just like in horror movies when they're getting chased and they're like but first let's have sex yes it's <laughs> yes. like <laughs> yeah, there's somebody doing. coming after us. It doesn't even have to be a horror movie. It could be an action movie. It's like any. We, any got time. we don't have time for yeah. this, guys. Let's go. That'd be the real life reality. It'd be like, no, we'll do it at the end. Let's yeah. go. 
Yes. Yeah. If we get out of this, I promise yeah, right? you. All right. It's yeah. Expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they go back to and and uh, Sean he's got a map that he's created that also like folds out because he's like I know how the how the hospital shifts mm-hmm. and I know the patterns because I've been here for eight years and so they go they find their way back to where these bolt cutters are and then Sean. Or Trevor's like talking. He's like doing the whole Blair Witch thing where he's like talking into the camera. Yeah. He's like, I'm so scared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my last will and testament. I'm it's like, you got nothing, dude. <laughs> At 21, I had I dick. Don't like, die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got to figure out who he's going to give all his weed to and he's yeah, dead. Exactly. <laughs> and my action figures and my comic and my books. My Marvel posters. <laughs> but uh, then Sean comes up and he kills him. Mm-hmm. He's bludgeons him, right? Yep. He kills him. Yeah, and he strangles, he strangles him too. Them. Yeah. And it's like at this point is when the cameras start getting picked up yeah, by they're, the they're floating. ghosts. And they're floating around and they're filming stuff as everybody's sleeping. Mm-hmm. They the just want to make a movie. It's yeah. like, we're the real much, film students yeah. here. Yep. It's like uh, Stanley Kubrick died in this institution. Like he's <laughs> like, hold on, I got it. I know the right I angles. Was say, I can get that angle. <laughs> That's not. That's not the right lens, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> fucking Canadians. Um, so they go, uh, Sean comes back, and then they're going to go. But um, Alex and Jennifer, they realize something's going off, and they find Trevor's body. They're like, he's fucking killed him. Yeah. He's insane. We need to get to the red door before he does. And so Sean goes down to the door. He bolt opens the bolt, opens the door, and it leads nowhere. It's yep, just nothing. leads right through to the other side of the door. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's nothing. And he's like, "I thought this was the way out." And he's like screaming at the entities, and then they're like telling him that he's got to finish the film, which is exactly what I was thinking uh, as I was watching. It's like I just got to finish this film. I was about ready to bludgeon myself. Yeah, <laughs> and so. He's like, okay, I'm going to kill. He's like, I got to kill Alex and Jennifer in order to finish the film. Yeah. And get all the footage from their cameras. That happens. But then like fucking Evil Dead portal opens up and starts sucking people out of it. Like a vortex. Yeah. And Sean gets sucked out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it seals back up and Alex and Jennifer are there. And then Alex is like, I got to finish the film. And then he proceeds to beat the crap out of Jennifer with the camera. That was pretty brutal. Yeah. And like they show he, her face and her face is all mangled. That was pretty yeah, gross. It was like hamburger afterwards. Yeah, it was, it was rough. And then, then he, he, told, he tells the, the spirit, he grabs all the tapes. He's like, I won't let you down. <laughs> and he opens the door and now he's in the desert outside of LA. Yeah. He gets arrested for, I don't know, not wearing shoes. He's Jay always walking. like walking in the middle of the street like a crazy <laughs> he's person. He's like covered in yeah. blood and everything. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to him and the producer sitting together and they're like, the producer's like, when Alex came to me with the idea for Grave Encounters 2, uh, blah, 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 blah. And Alex is like, don't go to the insane asylum. Whatever you do, don't it's go. Not real. Yeah, don't go there. It's all This is all fake. It's all a movie. But don't go there. The end. Yep. Because the idea, I guess, is that he's going to lure more people there because that's what he. That's what the ghosts want. Yeah. yeah. Right? They want more people to be there to die. Mm-hmm. Well, and right when the, like, the last shot is the coordinates. Exactly. Yep. Like just for like a split second, split on the second screen. they put numbers up yeah. there on yeah. the screen. Yeah. Subliminal. All right. The second the Crystal? second one sucked. 
<laughs> it was so bad. review. It was so bad. It started. I thought it started off Were really you, cool, like with the whole YouTube thing. I was like, all right, cool. They got a good yeah. angle here. Um, now you had seen the first one because of that GIF, yeah. and uh, you really liked mm-hmm. it. Now, the second one had obviously already come out by the time you discovered the first one, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming, right? Mm-hmm. So were you like, all right, cool. I'm going to watch yeah. the second one. I'm excited yeah. for this. Yeah. You turn on the second one. You start watching it, the YouTube stuff. Okay, I'm into this. And then it keeps going and your reactions are. Yeah, I was just, I mean, it was like he was, Alex starts to like dig into the film, which he really didn't do much. All he did was get a message from Death Awaits. Um, I mean, it was almost like a paradox because the characters talk about the other horror films and they compare it to like grave encounters and things like that. Like they say like, Oh, it's like the Blair Witch Project. Um, kind of. And then like he was, he kind of reminded me a little bit of like how Randy was in scream, how scream would always say, this Mm -hmm. is, this is what happens in this film. So this is what we got to do instead. And that's kind of what they, maybe they, it's very cliche. Um, the first half hour of this movie is completely useless. Um, I don't, <laughs> didn't believe them as friends. I didn't like any of them. Um, Alex is just so obsessed with the second film or with the first one as the second film progresses. Um, and then, of course, we have his like his um, film school horror film, his movie interlace in there, which was Slash stupid. And I didn't think that was needed. <laughs> um the ending was really weird. Uh, it was like the the hospital like took on its own identity, which sometimes can be cool. Um, and just wanted to know, wanted the world to know about it, so it tricked people into coming to the hospital. Um, and it's just basically just Alex going and filming and just bringing it to the producer. Um, I mean, both of the films have some pretty scary scenes that I that I do like. Um, I think they take it to like the next level because of like the ghostly demonic presence, how it can literally manipulate dimensions, which I thought was neat. Um, but I just didn't, I, the second one, I, I just wasn't a fan of it. I wish it was done completely different. I wish that they had had like another ghost adventure team go in there and have something different happen to them and Mm -hmm. explain some of the nuances that happened in the first one. They completely hit the mark or missed the mark with the second one because it was so bad. It was so bad. The acting was so bad. Like everything (laughs) about it was stupid. Um, I didn't like... I I just didn't like it. So I like to believe that this one doesn't exist. <laughs> I just stick with the first one. <laughs> so what do you give it? One out of five or zero out of five? Um, I'd probably give it a one just because I, I liked some of the scenes in there. I thought they, I liked, I liked how the scenes were a little bit more brutal than the first one. Um, but when they were trying to explain the hospital and things like that, it was just, confusing and dumb and i didn't like the fact mm-hmm. that, well pretty much alex is a sociopath like he just doesn't give a shit about anything except for himself yeah he's an asshole um you know he just or a psychopath because he just like he's like whatever i'll just kill jennifer brutally and then not even think about it again so i i didn't i was not a fan of this one at all yeah i am right there with you i also gave this movie a one um so the good I did like how they tied in the first movie and I thought that was clever to your point, like the beginning of the movie with like saying that Grave Encounters was an actual movie. Like some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. I liked how they, they tried to do something creative. Um, they just failed in the execution Mm -hmm. of it. Um, I did like that it had better, had much better special effects than the first one and more gore 
you know, Brett, earlier you mentioned like they, they show more of the kills, uh, which I thought that was a step up from the first one. Um, but the stuff that I didn't like far outweighs the good. Um, it was just more of the same. It was just it, everything we've already seen before. Um, just like the first one, the characters see something scary. Everybody screams and runs and then they go into another room. They see something, they scream, and they run just over and over and over again. This one, uh, you know, in the first film, I said I, I thought some of the logic and the decision making made sense. This one, there was no logic, and all of the decisions were poor ones. Um, but my biggest gripe about the movie is that, and Crystal, I think you mentioned this, there is not a single likable character in this whole mm-hmm. movie. I hated all of them. Like, there wasn't a single person that I was rooting for. Like, I thought they were all just terrible yeah. people. And so I felt nothing when they died. I was like, yeah, good. Yeah, I didn't so care. So overall, yeah, I won't be watching this one again. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, it's a one for me. I, I'm, I give it a five. <laughs> you liar! Shut up. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you guys. It's a one uh, at at best. Yeah, it's a one. Um, it. I, I'm just going to echo everything that you just said. And David, you said the one thing that I was going to say too is about the likable characters. Is like not a single one of them was uh, useful. Um, not a single one of them, like the Alex character, like he was just such an ass clown and, and, and Crystal kind of touched on this too, is like his transition from like normal college, like YouTube, uh, making an independent film to psychopath. It goes pretty fast. It's like instantaneous. It's like, I, I almost wish we would have seen that progression in his character over the course of the movie. But here's the other thing that I wish. If it was just a group of friends who were just a bunch of all D-bags who were like, hey, I know where they filmed that movie. We should just go there on a goof. And they're like just recording themselves. Yeah. Then that would be cool. Yeah. But the fact that they were like, oh, I got to have all these clues and I got to do this and I got to do that. Just have it be a bunch of kids who break into this fucking institution and shit starts going south. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, I would have liked that better. Yeah, you don't need all the Scooby-Doo shit. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could have done it. They so could have done it completely different than the way that they did. And it would have been better. But apparently, apparently, it's so successful that they're making a third one. Yeah, no. I did see that. Which is going to be a prequel. I did, yeah. To the first one. <laughs> it's all about how the glory hole came to be. <laughs> yeah, it's Kenny, it's Kenny <laughs> Sandoval and his glory <laughs> hole. His glory hole, there you go. <laughs> so that's Grave Encounters. I mean, see the first one if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> if you like found one. footage films, avoid the second yeah. one yeah. at all costs. It, 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 there's no redeeming qualities to it at all. I was like, so disappointed because I really liked the first one. Yeah. Well... <laughs> That's that. Crystal, um, we want to thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. For joining us today. Why don't we give you a couple seconds? You can plug your um, podcast, your YouTube channel, whatever else you want to talk about. Sure. Yeah, where can people find you? Um, Yeah, so you guys can find me on iTunes and Spotify at Horror Nights in Podcast. You can also find me on YouTube at Horror Nights in Podcast. Um, I put new videos out every single Wednesday, and I put a new podcast out every other Monday. Um, And I do have the audio and visual uploaded um, on YouTube for each podcast. Um, I also, you can follow me on Instagram at Horror Nights in and on Twitter at Horror Daddies R Us. Or daddy's Yeah, eyes. my friend and I came up with that, I'm- and I'm never changing it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, All right. What's the? There's a quick story. Um, who was it? I think it was. Oh, Blumhouse called me out for my Twitter handle. 
Um, and they <laughs> said that, um, cause I think I tweeted something cause it was right when the new Halloween came out, I believe in 2018. And I said they had, there was this thing going around about how hot Michael Myers was. And, um, <laughs> there was like this little thing that was made without his shirt on and I like retweeted it or something. And I was just like, I forget what I said, but they quote tweeted it and said, yeah, we can tell that you don't like Michael or that you love Michael Myers from your handle. So I was like, I'm never changing it. <laughs> 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 David funny. David was the one who uh, started that Michael Myers oh, is yeah. so hot thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's got That's posters right. of uh, James Jude Courtney without a shirt above my bed. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely check out Crystal's podcast Horror Nights in YouTube channel Horror Nights in. Um, and all that other kind of good stuff. David, if people want to contact us, because that's what they're here. Well, actually, they're here for Crystal. <laughs> well, we might as well <laughs> plug ourselves plug ourselves <laughs> while, while we're, we're here. Uh, how can people contact us? Uh, you can find us on uh, social media as well. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and the Slasher app as The Swearwolves. Uh, on Instagram, we are The Swearwolves Podcast. We have The Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, we have TheSwearwolves.com. Uh, or you can email us directly at SwearwolvesPodcast at gmail.com. So... For the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Crystal. And uh, I'm going to go have a grave encounter. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to (laughs) watch from the other side of a partition with a hole. (laughs) There's a hole. That's why that hole's in your bathroom. to do like a clap yeah 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 so like one two clap like, clap, like clap on three on, <laughs> clap on three or after three <laughs> on three so one, one two, two clap. clap one two clap okay one two clap okay so <laughs> why aren't you clapping <laughs> <laughs> are you ready yeah yeah okay all right. So Whatever. all right we'll sync it up yeah should have done we will rock you or something a couple of stomps and claps <laughs> All right, are we ready to start? Yeah, yeah. Like three the hard way. We're gonna rack this motherfucker like three the hard way. We're gonna rack this motherfucker like three the hard way. Three the hard way. Three the hard way. Pause, because I, I now I'm gonna be. I'm not pausing. We'll get out of sync. We keep this shit rolling. <laughs> okay. All right. You wanna you wanna see what's going on? Uh-huh. I'll put this in the outtakes when I win. Encounters two. It was written by the Vicious Brothers, directed by somebody else. Yeah, I know, but he was he's one of them. Watch. Watch. Trust me, watch. <laughs> Can you get on the other side of this hole for a second? <laughs> <I was gonna> <laughs> <say>. <laughs>
Oh, shit. <sighs> the way we talk when there's women not around. It's the same way we talk when women are around. So I was going to um, say the same thing, but I was like, let me not. <laughs> We're big boys. Now, you're on the show, so you're a swearwolf. You're one of yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, you're one of us now. Embrace it. We got a wax mother-